three, two, one, and we are live. So I love testing out camera angles, so I'm going to keep tweaking this and improving it, and I hope that this will stand out as um, content that isn't easy to copy because I want to create content where you're thinking I have to tune in because there are tidbits that Trev continues to share and nobody else is giving the same kind of perspective as him. So that's what I'm going to work towards and that's what I like doing. I feel like I need to have some sort of an intro, like boom, 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 or three, two, one, or maybe like some sort of a piano or keyboard to just like start off the conversation. But until I figure that out, I'm not going to let that stop me, and I hope that it won't stop you from creating your next piece of work. And on that subject, I want to talk about starting a podcast in this episode because there are so many barriers that can get in the way of starting a podcast that I just want to break all of this down and let you know exactly what it is you need to start a podcast because the last thing you want to do is have all of your ideas sitting in your head and you're not sharing them with the world. That's the worst thing you could do. So I want to help you get past that. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I am working on a podcast. I've been putting out content, continuing to tweak and fine-tune what I'm saying and how I'm delivering it and how I'm distributing it. And I just want to share my experiences and give you some tips as to what I do and hopefully this will help you in your situation. Number one, with a podcast, you just need a microphone. It's really not that complicated. You just need your your iPhone or your Android phone or whatever phone you have, like that kind of smartphone. You can start with that because if you don't have money to invest in what you need, then the best thing you can do is just use the tools at your disposal. Because you know what? If you're looking to make money with podcasting, it's not going to happen right away, and it might never happen. Your intention should be just to create content. I'm not really looking to make any money here. I'm actually just looking to talk about what's on my mind, and I think if you approach it that way, then you'll have a little bit more success. So don't get bogged down by the equipment or you look at somebody else who's maybe further ahead than you and then you think, hmm, I need to have all of that in order to do this. If you do that, then you'll never start. So start with the equipment you have, a microphone on your iPhone or Android phone, and then an app, like a voice recorder app or a voice memo app. That's what I was using, I was just using my iPhone and then the standard built-in voice memos. And the quality is not the best, but that's what you're going to get. If you're not looking to invest in the equipment, then it's best to just use what you have. 
So what I would suggest is being in a room where you don't have any echoing or you don't have any noises in the background where it's just you maybe in your room and you close the door and no distractions and you just speak to your microphone in your built-in phone and the reason why you would want to have all the noises removed is because that's the first thing people will notice and then they'll just stop listening like you want to make sure that the audio quality is good. Now, if it doesn't, it doesn't have to be great to begin with. You know, it might detract a few people, but you're just trying to get going here. You're just trying to get in a rhythm. So, don't speak too close. Don't get really close to the microphone. Just have you know, three to four inches away. Um, I know, like with the microphone I'm currently using, they say four to eight inches away is a good distance in order to have uh, good quality. I'll talk a little bit more about the microphone I use and what I'm using as far as settings and whatnot as I'm just getting used to this new microphone that I have. But all you really need is the microphone. Uh, I mean, let's get into this microphone that I currently use, and this is what you're hearing right now is the Blue Yeti and it's in red, and you'll notice that I love red, and that's why I'm wearing red, and I've got the red microphone. It's because it's kind of a little branding thing. I, I really do enjoy the color. It's the color of love. It's the color of just so many different things. So uh, that's why I'm focused more on red. Of course, I'm a little bit more particular about branding because I come from a marketing background, so I feel like I need to use something that speaks to my brand. With this microphone that I use, I'm on the cardoid setting. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but what that essentially means is when I'm speaking into the microphone, it's literally picking up just my voice. The audio of the microphone is literally picking up uh, in one direction. So I'm speaking into one direction and the microphone that I use, the Blue Yeti, it's actually designed so you're supposed to speak into the side of the microphone, not into the top. So you see people who maybe speak into the top, that may or may not be right depending on what microphone they're using, but this particular microphone picks up the audio from the side. So that's what you want to be careful of is speaking into either your, your phone or if you have a microphone, make sure you're speaking into the right part of the microphone. So look up how it picks up. It could pick it up on the side. It could pick it up on the top. So I'd recommend figuring that out. Also, you want to be speaking if it's if you're on the cardoid setting, you want to make sure you're speaking into the right side of it. If I was speaking on the other side of the microphone, then you would actually hear like a a distant voice. You wouldn't hear my voice directly because I'd be speaking on the other side where it's not picking up the audio. So then you're probably thinking, well, what if I have multiple people in, in a room? Now your phone can pick up multiple people. Your phone can just do a, an okay job. It's not going to be amazing with your phone. If you want to record a podcast with your phone, don't have such high expectations, okay? Realize you're just getting started, and that's okay. But say you have a microphone like this where you can adjust the settings. Uh, 
You can have like bi-directional, omnidirectional, cardoid. I'm only just getting into it. I don't know all the different settings, but there's a setting where maybe you're doing an interview with somebody and maybe they're on the other side. They're sitting in the chair across from you and you don't know how to pick them up. Well, change the cardoid setting to the to the setting that allows two people to talk. Okay, then what happens is the microphone activates both sides so that then you can now have audio coming from two angles. And that's what you want to do. So then you you won't have the issue of not picking up sound. So when you're doing an interview, make sure you have that set up. That's really important. There's a setting on here called gain setting, which essentially allows you to increase the sound of your voice. Now, the downfall of that is it increases the noises around you. And I find this microphone picks up a lot of noise. So I would recommend perhaps if you have a gain setting to turn the setting all the way down. See how that sounds? If it sounds fine, you might want to increase it slightly. See what the difference is. It's really dependent on how things sound for you. And I'm going to have to leave that up to you in tweaking it and testing it. I'm still in the initial stages of testing this one. But what I heard is that if you're looking at a microphone for your podcasting, then the Blue Yeti is a great one. Of course, you're looking at 100 to 150 US dollars, and that might be a little too expensive. But this microphone is what uh, Saturday Night Live has actually used on occasion. So that caught my attention because I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan and I figure, well, if they're using this, I want to use it too. Uh, there's a lot of different other setups. So this one just is like a standalone USB, but you can get other ones like a like a one that has kind of like a mount and it will like mount into your camera or whatnot. You can get that too. It's a little bit more complex, but certainly... That might provide better audio. I've seen other podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience. They use a quite significant audio setup, but they also have an audio engineer. I don't have an audio engineer. This is just myself, so I'm not going to fork over the the hundreds of thousands of dollars that it could perhaps cost to just have that kind of equipment and an audio engineer employed. I don't have that luxury yet. So what I prefer to do is just have the best quality audio. Maybe this Blue Yeti isn't at your price point. Well, I'm going to suggest the one slightly below it, which is the Snowball. I believe it's the Snowball ICE. What you'd probably prefer to do is find out which Snowball. There's multiple versions of the Snowball. You want to make sure you have the Snowball that can pick up interviews if that's what you plan on doing. If you just are planning on speaking in it, one direction then you might only need the basic snowball and that'll save you 20 to 30 bucks but there's deals to be had so you can probably get a good deal on that one save yourself some money i think some of the prices are half what this one costs so you might find that that's maybe a, a better choice to just give you that extra audio quality that 
perhaps your headphones. I mean, maybe your headphones have a microphone built in and you're using that. Maybe that's not good enough for you. Well, you can upgrade to the Snowball and you'll see a, a significant improvement. Or you go to the Blue Yeti and you'll be, you'll be set for most professional audio situations. So those are the options as far as audio, but again, you're looking to start this easily. So the reason why I like the Blue Yeti is it's super easy. If you've got a laptop, you can just connect this with USB and you're set. You don't have to worry about all the other stuff like XLR and mixers and audio editing. And that's something that you have to figure out is like, do you want to spend the time to edit this and the audio editing for me i don't really want to do that it's time consuming i have to download the file crop different things i don't want to get into software i just want to do this live i want to create it on the cuff and then just let it live there for for as long as i'd like so what i do is i actually have this plugged into the live stream no extra equipment. I was thinking, oh, maybe I should get like uh, perhaps some sort of, uh, what what was I going to say? Uh, maybe I was thinking I could get an additional piece of equipment with studio software so I can edit the file. And then I'm thinking to myself, is this really necessary? I bet I could get fantastic audio with just a nice USB mic like this, hook it up have it live stream so that the YouTube file lives on. All I have to do is extract the YouTube file from audio and then put it on my, uh, my next piece, which is through WordPress. Um, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that. So I mean, this is what I'm looking at is cutting down on the software. I literally just want to open up the YouTube version of my software and just do it live and not worry about editing. So this is going to help me create content much quicker. I can literally set this up in a second or two and I spend very little time in post editing because I just have to worry about ensuring that my keywords are in the video file. Like it's really straightforward. So very little I actually have to do here. Now, you're probably wondering, well, what kind of laptop are you using? Or what kind of video are you using? Right now, I'm just using a shitty little webcam. Like, there's nothing serious about this. It's going to capture my grainy audio, or it's going to capture my grainy video. But I'm okay with that because I'm focused more on the audio here in this particular instance. So the webcam picks up a good enough job. The setting here is very simple. It's just me talking. So we don't have to get complicated with the video quality, but any basic laptop webcam will just get you going. Now, perhaps you're thinking, well, what about the phone situation? Well, you could actually just do live video through your phone. Okay. You could do live YouTube video through your phone and it'll capture your audio. You can extract the audio file for your podcasting so you're set uh, but I wanted to have something a little better so I needed something with USB and that's where the laptop comes in so I have this microphone hooked up to my laptop and I have a Chromebook shocking not that expensive it's not a thousand dollar computer it's just a three hundred dollar computer 
and it's using the audio it has no problems using the audio so it's literally just uh, picking up it's just picking up everything through the mobile version of YouTube I'm not running the in-browser version of YouTube so my laptop runs on a uh, it runs on Android and it runs on Chrome OS okay that, that's the advantage of the Chromebooks now is that it can run Android apps so I have the Android version of YouTube so essentially it's like having a phone in my laptop and that's how I'm recording this and it's really straightforward I go on the YouTube app I go to hit live and then I'm pretty much set in order to do live video, you need to have 25 plus subscribers. So that's just one caveat that you want to consider. This is all you need, is whatever sort of webcam you have. Maybe it's on your phone. That's fine. That'll actually make life easier if you just start off with your phone. But I'm giving you a few options to keep it simple, but increase the quality as well. So I just want to give you those options. Now we talk about extracting the audio. I use any basic program on Google. Like I just go to Google and I type in uh, YouTube file to an audio file. Now I want to have everything on iTunes, so I do an M4A audio file. That's what I extract my YouTube file as for audio is an M4A file. So that's what I do. I go on to something like convert to mp3 dot something I don't know what it is but you can just google this okay you can google it and find out what exactly this is so it is literally a very simple program you take the the link of your YouTube file and you just add it into the the conversion website and then you can hit download and it will download the file for you it's an m4a file that I'm going for perhaps depending on where you're hosting your podcast it might be different but that's what I do with the M4A I extract it with just the simple YouTube link so after this live stream is done and it's processed I'll take the YouTube link and I will head over to this conversion so I can get the audio file extracted are there simpler ways Probably, there's probably a mobile app that'll allow you to just take your YouTube video and somehow extract it. Maybe you're doing it on your phone. You can do that too. Uh, and you can um, get the file that way. Now, this is where there's a little bit more complexity here. You're probably thinking, well, where do I put the YouTube or where do I put the audio file in order for it to be on Apple Podcasts or Google's podcast platform? Well, first, I have WordPress as my website, so trevorcars.com, cars with two S's, dot com, trevorcars.com, with two S's. Uh, <laughs> I have WordPress for all my websites, and the reason why is because there are plugins, and these plugins allow me to host my podcasts. And it's no fuss, no muss, gives me enough customization that it's not too much of a headache. So I have a podcast hosting plugin installed on my WordPress website. The plugin is called Blueberry. It's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Blueberry. So 
remove the E's for the word Blueberry, and you've got the name of the plugin. I love this plugin because it allows me to create blog posts with embedded podcast files into my blog. So this is great. It allows me to add the different streams. So when I upload the M4A file to WordPress, which is a fantastic website hosting platform, I'm not really affiliating with any of this stuff. I'm just telling you exactly what I do so that you can do the exact same as me and maybe even do it better, I hope. So I just want to make that note. WordPress is great. I use the a version where I can host it through my own kind of website host. So I use Bluehost. I go to bluehost.com. I install, look at all these blues, Blueberry, Bluehost. I know it's confusing. So this is all Googleable, right? I don't even know if that's a word, but it should be. It's all Googleable. So you can find out what all of this stuff is and how to set it all up. Just, just giving you how I set this up. And this is all off the cuff. I've only made a few notes here, so bear with me here. I've got WordPress, and it's installed. I install WordPress on Bluehost.com. So really, the starting piece is you go to Bluehost.com. That's where you want to start. If you're looking at the website stuff, you go to Bluehost.com. You can have your website set up through there. It's an easy one-click installation of WordPress there. Bluehost costs you about four to five dollars a month, and that'll give you the ability to have your own domain name, and it's really pretty straightforward. And you want to have your domain name, kind of like trevorcards.com, you might want to have a domain name on there. So I would do that. Set that up. You've got uh, you've got Bluehost there. WordPress is installed. You log into WordPress. Then you install this Blueberry into WordPress. It's a free plugin. Aside from Bluehost, all this can be free. So it's not too complicated. And it's better than paying like $30 a month for Shopify, where your site is dependent on Shopify living on and on and on, but extracting the files from Shopify might not be easy or perhaps another website builder might not be easy. At least I know WordPress is around. It's open source. I don't think it's going to go around. It's not going to go away. I just see it staying. So that's the thing about WordPress. And unlimited podcasts too because it's kind of like you can have as much storage as you want through WordPress, which I like. So Blueberry will take your audio file and it can distribute it to iTunes, to Google. This is the value of Blueberry. It gives you the links. It's got like RSS. You can go into the settings, play around. It allows you to distribute your feed to all these different hosting platforms where people can listen to your podcast. If somebody's got an Android phone, they can listen to it. If they've got an Apple phone, they can listen to it on the iTunes native podcast app there. So you've got many different options, which is why I like the setup for Blueberry, WordPress, and Bluehost. I like the combination there. That gives you what you need to run your your, um, podcast. 
So that's really straightforward. There's so many different resources out there, so it should be really straightforward to set this up and if you have experts and whatnot to ensure that everything's good. So that's all I need to say with that. I'm about to sneeze, perhaps. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Nope, I think I'm okay. <laughs> it only makes sense that I'm true, raw, and authentic here. So that's what I'm just gonna tell you that. Now I wanna just talk about the content what kind of content you're perhaps thinking of creating. You don't know where to start. You don't know what kind of content's necessary. Start by just talking about your day. It's really straightforward. Just talk about your life. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from. I don't know what kind of experiences you've had, but you've got experience to just talk about that. <coughs> Excuse me. I knew the sneeze was gonna come. I have a mute on this blue um, this blue Yeti. I have a mute button, but I don't wanna use it yet. I might, I might use it one day, I don't know. I just don't want to use it, but I'll use it. And uh, now talk about your day, be authentic. Don't be so serious, I suppose. Don't be so freaking serious to the point where people don't really care about listening in because it's just so, it's so rigid, it's so structured, and you don't want to get too in-depth like that. You want to maybe have a general topic that you're thinking of and then just go with it. Uh, so talk about your day. A vlogging format is a good way to Good way to just get going, and chances are you've got something to talk about. So don't say that ah, my life isn't interesting, my life is boring. I just don't believe in that. I think anyone that is living today has some sort of a story to share, some sort of knowledge that somebody else wants to hear. So talk about that. It could be silly. It could be just completely trivial. But I guarantee you somebody's going to be interested in hearing about it. So share it with the world. What you want to do in order to maybe take your vlogging to the next level is perhaps interview your friends. That's what you want to do is an interview format. I mean, you could just stick with vlogging for your entire thing. There's plenty of people on YouTube that just do vlogging. There's plenty of people on podcasts that just do vlogging and it's it's quite popular. So if you can carve out a niche for yourself, that's fine. I'm just giving you all the different options. Interviews are a great way because then now, instead of just you trying to promote your blog, now you have people that you've interviewed and they will likely share your your podcast and your videos with others. Like They'll be more than likely to share what you've created because now... You're talking about other people in your podcast and they're ecstatic. They want to improve their following, so they're more than excited to just get involved and, and follow what you're doing. So this is why I like the idea of interviewing people. If you, you want to increase your exposure. Um, I've done that too, and I find that it's helpful. But uh, I like the vlogging format because I 
want to have total control. Scheduling can be a bit of a challenging when you're trying to get other people on board. And I'm kind of a control freak, I'm not going to lie. Like I like to be in control of everything. I'm kind of obsessive that way, so that's why I'm moving less away from interviews, and I feel like there's a lot of people doing them. So now I feel like I need to just be my authentic self. That's where I'm coming from here. I recommend you do the same. Now you're probably thinking, well, if I'm going to interview people, what kind of apps should I use to maybe schedule people? You can use any kind of basic app. So you can share your your links with them or how to get on. Maybe you want to do like a Skype call and you can record the podcast that way. Perhaps um, do like a screen recording. If they're like overseas, then that's important. If you're going to schedule people, I mean, there's so many different apps. There's like an actual app for scheduling that podcast users seem to be engaging with. Uh, I've used Calendly.com, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com. I use that for scheduling, and I find it's just easy to book people. So that's one option to do that. And I think if you do it that way, then you'll get, you can easily just share your calendar app with people and they can schedule an interview with you and then you can give them all the necessary details, whether you want to do the podcast through Skype, in which case you should try to record the video, or maybe you want to do uh, maybe like a Google Hangouts, you can do that. So that's all definitely possible. You can certainly get more complex with your podcasting. You can set up live stream, split screen. Um, You can really uh, set it up that way. Actually, you could do like Facebook Live. That's definitely a possibility. Where you're literally doing like a split screen broadcast. You can do... I believe Instagram Live, where you can do split screens. So you've got so many different options there to create and broadcast broadcast content. Broadcast? I don't know if that's a word. I like it though. So those are those are your options, right? Those are your options to at least start going with this. So there shouldn't really be a barrier to to getting started because you can do this really cheap, like. Even if you don't want to host your bo- your podcast on maybe like iTunes or any of that, maybe you just want to create it, you could literally just host the audio file on your website, and there it is. Now, that's limited distribution, but at the very least, you have your podcast living somewhere. You could do that. There's like nothing wrong with that. So that's what I recommend is to just continue to make it simple for you. If you're looking at this from an analysis paralysis perspective, then start with your phone. Don't even think about it. Just start with your phone, record the audio file, upload it to your website, and you're good to go. Just just kind of start it. And the reason why is because you clearly want to start a podcast, but something's holding you back. I don't know what, but don't let anything hold you back. Just go with it. Just start it and you'll start getting into a rhythm. Frequency-wise, anyone can just create content like weekly or daily. It just really depends on what kind of schedule you want to do, how serious you want to take this. 
so frequency is completely dependent on your schedule and how often you want to do this. And some people do two to three times a week. I mean, just try to, to get into a rhythm, right, where you're doing it. You're scheduling in this podcast for this day. Uh, I suppose this is where interviews come in handy is because they hold you accountable. It's like, now I have to do this podcast today. I have no choice. I've scheduled this guy, and if I'm not on it, and he's going to get angry at me, and then people aren't going to follow me. So you're kind of, you're, you're locked in if you're doing interviews. So in that sense, that's a good thing. Now you're perhaps wondering uh, what about kind of creating more more content that's like hourly or maybe like three, four hours long. Absolutely, you could do that. You can even do a one minute long podcast. You can do any kind of length of podcast. There's no rule. And that's what I love about this format is that people listening to you, they're probably in their car and they're just listening and they want like a long file to listen to and they don't really care. They're more than happy to listen to you for hours and hours and hours, and that's that's great. Like some people listen to me. I I'm self conscious about the fact that I feel like my voice is like nasally sometimes, but maybe people actually don't mind it because they're like, oh, this is sweet. He's like a good person. So don't worry about your impediments don't worry about any sort of disabilities you have because you can essentially just create uh, i think this is a fantastic platform as well especially if you're like visually impaired as like maybe you don't want to be on a screen all day or you're you're just struggling with blindness then i feel like this is something that gives you an opportunity to express yourself without um, getting involved with looking at computer too too much you can get like an assistant to help you with uploads and whatnot too if you've run into that issue but i feel like anyone could do a podcast which is which is great it's just putting in the process to create a daily rhythm or weekly rhythm and put it out there but if you're looking at length and you're like i don't know what to talk about for an hour it's just you should be able to talk for at least a minute or two and just start with that gradual exposure do like a minute podcast maybe that's like your thing oh i'm just gonna do like a one minute podcast it could be like a one minute motivational bite you're, you're good with that like go with that don't let that hold you back so think about like what area of interest that you have and then just talk about that just focus in on that and just go with it. I mean, I've seen successful podcasts where the people in it are talking about a number of random different things. So I feel like you can just go in, have your podcast set up, and talk about a number of different topics. I would hate to hold you back from any of that. So make a list of all the topics that you'd love to, to do. Maybe you've got like 50 topics in your calendar and you're thinking, I'm just going to go through this list and knock them off one after the other. Actually, just a point on that. What's really helped me with having a, a good, solid list of content is using a note-taking app. You can use Evernote. I use Google Keep. I'm kind of Google-obsessed. 
other than the fact that I have an iPhone, but um, I guess I'm not too obsessed when it comes to those brands. The only brand I'm really obsessed about is Nike. So, uh, but for Google Keep, I have a checklist of all the different content pieces I can talk about. So today I was like, hey, I'm gonna look at my list and this one looks good. I'm gonna talk about how to start a blog easily. It's really simple. I made like a list of like 10 things I'm gonna talk about and then the rest is going to be off the cuff. It's gonna be not too serious. I like this because essentially it's keeping me focused on the list that I've created. I have a list of like 100 different topics. So now I'm pretty much set for the next 100 days if I wanna go crazy with this. I think it's that simple. I have no shortage of things to talk about and I feel like I could rant on and on and on and it's not a problem. So that's what you gotta look at is what kind of topics you wanna talk about. Make a list, schedule them in your calendar. If you think you need to do this at a specific time every single day to keep on track, then do it. Put it in your calendar, sit down, and just start recording. I like to have things a little bit more loose, so whenever I feel like it, I'm just going to go and talk. But ideally, I'm doing it every day. As long as I do it every day, or as long as I'm doing it like three times a week, I feel like I'm successfully having a rhythm. So whatever your rhythm is, maybe it's like once a week, once a I wouldn't go once a month because it's going to be very difficult to build any kind of a following or any kind of interest around your blog or your podcast or your videos or any of that stuff. It's going to be very difficult. If this is your main content platform or uh, maybe you really want to make it work, then I feel like you need to create more, like at least four times a month spread out because it's going to be tough. Now, unless like your podcast is like four hours long and maybe like once a month is a thing, maybe you can build a following, but I'm just going to give you a note of caution that if you do it once a month, it could be a little bit more challenging to scale this up and get people engaged. So definitely think about that. But if you make a list of all the content you want to talk about, you'll be set as far as making your life easy, making your podcast full of ideas. So those are my topics. I feel like I've covered a lot of different things. I don't have any other notes in my mind. If something else pops up, I might do like a how to start a podcast easily 2.0. That's the other thing. Like, just because you did it once doesn't mean you can't do it again. Like maybe I'll do this podcast, a similar version of it again, after I learn more about the more high-end equipment. Maybe once I learn about um, what the best equipment is, then maybe I'll do a high-end advanced podcast. I mean, the sky's the limit. And that's great because I just want to express myself creatively and not feel locked in. And I hope that this will inspire you to express yourself and to create and do more and share your story with the world. And I just want to say, if you're listening to this, please subscribe, leave a review. Let me know if you think the audio is not that good or you think I need to improve on something. Uh, I just want to have fun with this. So I'm ecstatic that you've tuned in. 
and definitely check me out on Trevor Cars, Cars with two S's, dot com. You'll find a number of different resources on there. I continue to build things. I have books. I've got like, children's books. I've got business books. I got like little guides. I got blogs. I have like a course. You can subscribe by email. Like, it's just so many different things you could do by supporting me and showing that you enjoy what you're seeing here. There's just so much that you can do to support uh, just you consuming the content means the world to me so i just want to thank you and as i create more and more you'll see it more on trevorcars.com it's probably where the hub is for everything so that's where uh, that's where i'd like to drive anyone who who wants to learn more about me they can check me out there they can see what i'm doing what i'm struggling with see where I'm at in my life. And maybe there's a group of people out there and they're thinking, look, Trevor, I'm exactly just like, I'm Trev, I'm just like you. I don't know what it is I'm doing. I don't know what the F I'm doing. So <laughs> cool. I'm glad we're in the same boat because you should join me and we can kind of all figure it all out together. And that's probably the best thing that you can do is be a part of a community where you feel like you're not alone, because if you're alone, then that sucks. So just, um, you know, connect with me. Comment, share, subscribe. Just anyone that's maybe looking at somebody who's uh, maybe comes from somewhere and comes from very basic background, maybe not fitting in socially or whatnot, maybe you identify with that kind of person. I mean, that's kind of like me. So then, you know, you and I, we have more similarities than maybe you think. So I just hope that whatever I'm doing here is, is inspiring you. But don't feel like you can't do a podcast. That's all I can really say right now is that you need, well, I've said a lot, but you need to just do the podcast. I'm giving you all the different tips and tools in order to start it so you have no excuse you can kind of set it up right now in your bedroom you don't need a studio you just need a basic small place i'm doing this in a smaller than 500 square foot apartment that i live in and i sleep in so it's really basic and it's not too complicated i don't need to go to a, I don't have to book a room in a library to do this, okay? I literally just have to wake up, walk a couple of meters, sit down, and get started. So that's what I just want to mention to you. Is I, I guess that's kind of the theme in that I just want everyone to kind of just start whatever it is they're thinking of doing. Because if you just dream about it, you're never going to do it. So I run into that issue day in, day out. So just start creating that's all i can say now that i've given you all the tools i hope you've got something to share with the world and that you do that so thank you for for tuning in until next time cheers <laughs>